From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. And hello again, you have Jay Taft with the Rockford Register Star and rrstar.com's weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game, where we try and reach out and get you as much info on what's going on in our area as we can when it comes to the sports world, even with the coronavirus pandemic lockdown and the stay-at-home orders, there's still a lot going on. And this week, uh, we're bringing in a very special person who can give us a lot of information that will help us kind of keep trying to get our lives back to normal a little bit um, with the Rockford Park District Communications Manager, Laura Gibbs-Green. And uh, I sat down with her and Asked her all about um, the different facilities that are open, closed, what's some timelines, what's some guidelines, um, and how is the park district going to um, slowly help us get back to normal a little bit. So let's drop in on that conversation right now. And the park district has so much available for people to use and do and keep us busy and keep us healthy. And it's just a weird time right now with what we can do and what we can use and what we can't. So I want to pick your brain, and I know people are going to get a lot out of this. Laura, thank you so much for sitting down with me. How are you and your family today? You know, we're doing good. I have my husband here and uh, have a little one-year-old, so that's just been our uh, keeping us on our toes. Definitely don't sit still for very long. So I'm enjoying this time sitting with you and chatting because uh, <laughs> it's my calming uh, moment. <laughs> <laughs> Different time to be raising a one-year-old, isn't it? It really is. You know, the blessing of I, I take uh, some things for granted that we're not able to do, and then I also appreciate just having a little bit more quality time as a family, being able to, you know, get outdoors and recreate the field that I'm in, I think I take that um, at a whole new level right now, um, just being able to be outside and, and get some fresh air and take a walk. And those are really important to any person right now going through this this crazy time. Isn't that the truth? And, and, and I mean, you can take some positives, especially for a mom like you. I mean, you're getting some serious bonding time with your one-year-old right now. There's not a lot of things to go do right now, is there? No. Nope. We make a lot of our own fun. And thankfully for the organization that I work for, I've gotten a lot of experience being a camp counselor through the years and doing some of the, the things that I've done in therapeutic recreation. So I can bust out a camp song and I'm moment's notice and that keeps him occupied for a, a couple seconds <laughs> <laughs> good stuff i want to talk we've got so much to get to um the rockford park district has so many different things out there for the folks to um, get involved in and with the coronavirus and the lockdowns and the stay-at-home orders um, it's just been a tough time. Give us, get, let's start off with, I, I believe it's 86 playgrounds and four skate parks that you guys have in our region here. Um, and umpteen golf courses and just parks and trails and so much out there. Maybe you can give us a quick kind of rundown on what's available for folks right now and what's not. I, again, with the, so much, it's not like you can break everything down. Give us a general idea of what the folks um, can use when it comes to the Rockford Park District right now. Sure. 
Well, one of the things, um, primarily when this uh, started kind of mid-March is when we uh, started to shut down a lot of our facilities because we were under the order of, you know, it, from 50 to 25 to 10, you know, it's impossible for us to operate um, under those conditions because hundreds of thousands of people sometimes come to a facility like a Mercy Health Sports Corps too. So automatically we needed to shut down some of our major facilities, Carlson Ice Arena, Sapporo Play World, Riverview Ice House, Nicholas Conservatory and Gardens, both Mercy Health Sports Corps 1 and 2, Skybox there, UW Hill Sports Factory, and Washington Park Community Center. Those were our major facilities along, well, the golf courses had never opened at that point. So those were our major facilities that we immediately um, had to uh, postpone all activities, events, um, leagues, lessons, anything at. What's remained open through this whole time has really been our parks, our paths, our trails, and our dog parks. Um, playgrounds also needed to, um, that was kind of a, we've, we've done some things in phases, I guess I would say. And so as we kind of continue to get advice from state leaders and local health experts, more things became apparent that we needed to possibly um, suspend for the time being. And so obviously the governor came down with a mandate in his executive order about playgrounds. So that eliminated uh, that opportunity there. Um, skate parks was another uh, opportunity where we had a lot of crowding and congestion and, and people just not really um, abiding by that social distance guidelines. And so uh, we tried to come up with kind of a, a campaign called Play It Safe in Our Parks and really educate people about what you can do. And, you know, you still can recreate and within the executive order, it says, go outside. You can go outside and enjoy a, a park or a path. Or, you know, I saw people the other day at a park and they were just sitting, had a blanket out, sitting at the park, plenty of distance around them, just the two of them, even six feet apart themselves, having lunch or, or you know, reading a book. And I mean, that's what the parks are there for, is they're there for you to throw a football around with your son. And you can still do those things. You as a family unit, you know, can can enjoy um, some of these opportunities and, and maybe do it in a little bit of a different way right now. But I think I've seen and heard from so many people the fact that they're experiencing new ways to recreate and maybe they didn't walk before or um, try one of our trails. You know, we have great trails out at Atwood Park that we uh, have improved over the years and built some new um, multi-use, multi-purpose trails actually out at Atwood Trails. And people are trying new things and dusting off the bike and getting out there and riding it. And uh, it's kind of unique to see. So with every bad thing that's maybe happened throughout this whole thing and some of the restrictions and things we've had to close, there's also been a lot of, of good things going on and uh, cool stories that we're hearing about people just kind of getting back to the core of recreation, which really is our, our neighborhood parks. Yeah, you bet. Everybody's trying trying to do whatever they can um, right now. And getting outside is a big part of it. And you guys are a big part of getting outside. That's just kind of what you do. And, I mean, your indoor facilities are amazing as well. But as you mentioned, right now that's just not something that's in the, in the cards, at least – um, at least until we're looking at, at June 1 uh, for that kind of stuff, correct? Yeah, we're just kind of <clears throat> learning some of the new um, restrictions that are in place per the new executive order. So uh, this May time frame gave us the opportunity to open up all five of our golf courses, um, but with major restrictions there. So two people, um, one person to a cart, nobody's coming in outside of a clubhouse, clubhouses have to remain closed, um, flags are, are not to be touched, anything with sand, you know, just kind of all the, all the different things that you would normally pick up or touch or move during your golf game 
um, are, are kind of non-existent at this point. Um, no practice centers are open. The putting greens are not allowed to be used. Uh, it's all basically a credit card t- transaction and book your tee time online before you get there. And then tee times are split up between 15-minute uh, increments, so that gives plenty of time to have that social distancing um, in place. And, you know, it, it's worked so far really well for us. The tee times are pretty much full uh, because of the fact that we can only have so many people uh, play and book within that time frame um, of an hour, or, you know, give or take it. You know, it really reduces down on how many people can actually be on the golf course in all throughout the day. So we're open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, we are opening uh, Sandy Hollow. We'll soon be open here. And then our last course uh, will be uh, opening up at Ingersoll. So we've spread that out a little bit as well because um, we actually all as team members are, are out at the golf course working. And so we've had to really reduce down a lot of our, our seasonal staff throughout this whole entire coronavirus uh, health crisis. And so we um, are all taking turns and taking shifts. And so in order for us to all be spread out throughout the different golf courses, uh, we kind of had to stagger the openings a little bit so we could make sure that we had enough people in place to open the courses and man them and clean down the carts. And there's a lot of new procedures and protocols in place that we have to abide by per the state. And I'm assuming you're really keeping a close eye on these things as they develop and kind of experimenting and seeing what works and and how to make this work, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no playbook. We've never had this in our history. We've never closed down this many facilities I, ever in the Park District's history. So, you know, we're, we're sometimes you fly by the seat of your pants and really are trying to make the best decisions that we possibly can. Um, and we're consulting a lot of people before some of those decisions are being made. So, yeah, every day a little something's being tweaked. You know, we opened the golf courses and we realized, okay, you know, we only need this many people versus this many people out there. And, and here's the flow. And we may, might need another sign because people aren't seeing where they have to pay or, go, you know, check in or things like that. So, um, but, you know, in a way, some of this stuff is stuff that may stick around, too, because we are learning some better ways to possibly go about um, business. And I think... Uh, throughout the country, that's going to be the case that people are learning different and unique ways to operate. And some of this stuff may just stay around. Contact free. I got a feeling we're in for years of that. Um, yeah. No handshaking at the golf course. No, uh, <laughs> I've seen a couple, maybe elbow, uh, you know, yeah, that's the new thing. Yeah. That's a new thing, but, uh, no, no handshaking and, and can't really greet your, your golf partner that you don't know except for two minutes ago and any other way. So yeah, you um, got to celebrate with a backflip instead of a high five. Now. Right, That's all right. right. Just n- learn new ways Maybe to do it. Maybe a clicking of the clubs or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> works and keeps us healthy. Well, some of the golf courses are opening up and stuff like that, but there are some, uh, some things out there that a lot of people are wondering when might follow suit. Um, the things like basketball rims, which were taken down off of, a lot of the playgrounds out there, and tennis nets, um, soccer nets, disc golf cages, um, those things have not been available for folks in our area at our parks. And I'm wondering if you could uh, let people know kind of what's what's going on in regards to those things and when those might 
um, be available for use. Yeah, some of that stuff we uh, have had to just really keep an eye on and monitor. I mean, we still have a police department that's up and operating, and so they are our eyes and ears, as well as a lot of our zone coordinators who are uh, maintaining all of the parks and picking up trash. And um, we've got a very skeleton crew that's in place right now. And so as they're going around, they're kind of monitoring um, some of these locations that they maintain. And, you know, we did see a lot, um, especially at our skate parks and basketball courts and uh, we started to just see a lot of a lot of people gathering and a lot of teenagers gathering, and we uh, put out a message of you know play it safe in our parks, and that was an effort to try to help ask people to say hey please don't congregate in our our at our park and play basketball you know please don't congregate at our skate park and and so we did do like a little bit of an ask I guess I would say in a, in a friendly reminder and unfortunately you know things still weren't weren't working out and we consulted with the local health officials and you know it was in the best interest of the community at that point to remove the basketball courts the tennis courts the tennis nets um put the covering over the cages at the disc golf locations and um, stop pickleball at the moment as well and so we're still operating under those same restrictions um, you know, there's no set path for when any of this is going to potentially reopen. I don't have a confirmed date to say this is the date when it's going to, you know, be okay. Um, we continue to ask some of those questions and, and watch and monitor and see how the the numbers are looking in the community and, and where the concerns are. And certainly we don't want to be, we don't want any of our facilities or amenities to be a problem. We want this, we want to do our part and we're asking everybody, you know, I know it's a sacrifice, but we just have to make those small sacrifices for the short term and the betterment of our community. And as much as you love that sport, we love to see you playing that sport. We just want to do it and open it up when it's appropriate and the time is right and it's safe. And so that's really what's what's a factor in all of this. We're monitoring what other communities are doing. Um, some are starting to maybe reopen some of these opportunities. And so we're going to see how it goes. And and uh, but at this point, uh, you know, I don't have a set set timeline on when any of those activities are going to come back um, and be fully open again. I think we need to get through golf and see how golf, um, you know, how, how everybody responds that way too. So a lot of this is is testing and trialing and seeing how the community responds even too. So I think the more we get in the habit of changing our ways, the more uh, the easier it will be for some of these things to reopen in a different way. Nice. How are you guys? D- dealing with all this stuff are you having weekly zoom meeting sessions are you talking to each other constantly is there um because this is so fluid it is you know when this first broke we were we pretty much have kind of had kind of a headquarters set up it was like our covid headquarters at the park district and we were pretty much you know meeting sun up to sundown pretty much every day just to try to figure out how all this was going to work and the impact. Um, we do have a COVID crisis team that is in a, a place, and it's a member, you know, members of our leadership team, our, our risk management, uh, human resources, myself, marketing. You know, everybody's kind of working together because there's so many layers to this all. So we do have a team that meets uh, right now weekly and uh, just talks about uh, police are a part of that as well. And, you know, what, what are our hot spots? What are some areas of concern? Um, what do we need to adjust? what could potentially reopen next. And now, as we just received uh, the governor's kind of phased plan, now we're really going to start analyzing that phased plan and see how does the park district tie into this plan? What what does phase three mean for the park district? What does phase four mean for the park district? You know, when can we reopen and what could we possibly do? Um, because this is going to have a 
you know, we've really been kind of keeping a running t- tally of all the things that have been impacted. You know, I mean, we've had some major tournaments that have been pushed out and postponed to June and July, but now with some of these new timeframes in place, you know, we've got to take a look to see if we're able to even have those based on some of the parameters that have been outlined just recently by the governor. So, ah, changes every second and every day. It does. And it's, but yet it's a constant holding pattern. It feels like we're just waiting to land and, um, or at least waiting for word that we can land anyways. Yeah, it really is. It's, is it okay? And and we've asked that a lot. You know, a lot of the decisions we're calling um, Dr. Martell with the Winnebago County Health Department. She's uh, been our advisor from the start of this. Anything we do and decide to do or want to do, or we're calling her and asking and saying from a health standpoint, community risk, what do you suggest? And she's been fantastic with with setting the tone and making some decisions uh, for the community's sake. Uh, this has just been a ton of good stuff. Laura, you've been great. I want to hit on a little bit on the the virtual world. You guys are really, everybody is is getting involved and having to do things virtually that we never thought we would be doing before. Um, but let me just say thanks so much for all this info and um, folks can go on your website. You've got a COVID-19 response page um, that's full of good stuff as well. Um, and and you folks are out there to, to answer questions as well. But give us, before you go, thank you again, but give us a little taste on um, how, how you're how you're bringing the virtual world into uh, the park district and how you guys do things over there. Yeah, so when this first started um, and students went into the e-learning phase, we decided that we were going to help. Uh, we know parents are struggling. Um, you know, it's hard to figure out all these activities throughout the day. And then on top of it, e-learn and, you know, recreation sometimes uh, might get pushed aside. But it's a very important part of the day, especially for the kids' health and wellness and mental well-being. And so we started what's called uh, recess, RPD recess. So every day at 1 o'clock, this was our little taste of the first part of the virtual world. But every day at 1 o'clock, we um, have our amazing team members that are doing just a quick little video and leading a recess activity. Maybe it's, you know, doing some jumping jacks and, you know, push-ups on a chair or something very basic things that you have at home. Some things maybe a little bit more, um, you know, imaginative and maybe you need to find your stuffed animals and do an obstacle course and put the stuffed animals around or um, you can also do some art projects and and craft projects and things like that so we've got team members every day at one o'clock during the weekday where we've done rpd recess and then through all of that we've actually had to kind of overhaul pretty much any of our operational plans for this summer and the fall and the winter based on what's going on and so we decided that we really need to push a lot of our programming as much as possible in a virtual component. And so we just kicked off this past week a couple uh, really exciting opportunities that I think are going to be are going to be the way to go. Um, eSports, I don't know if you've ever heard and, and dabbled in the eSports world, but uh, we uh, have worked with a couple other park districts in throughout uh, Illinois, and together we're kind of forming uh, a league uh, to compete in Rocket League. We're just kind of getting our feet wet with with that right now and so that's a free opportunity um, we're going to see how people respond and then we could obviously expand that to possibly be a, a little bit of a paid you know membership down the road or something like that paid classes things you know paid paid leagues that kind of stuff so 
The esports world, though, is huge. It's booming right now. And, booming. <laughs> I mean, you would. It makes sense because you can't. You're sitting in front of your computer all day, and now these kids who used to get yelled at for playing games are getting college scholarships. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's a I mean, colleges world. are starting. You know, I think NIU has an esports uh, league world there. I mean, it's it's so popular right now, and and so we we really want to take a you know get involved and this is a soccer game that we're starting with so there's a lot of recreational components so there's a lot of hand-eye coordination you know there's a lot that goes into playing uh, any of the esports so that we kicked off this past week and then we also kicked off um, virtual shooting and puck handling class for hockey so we're doing um, uh, O'Cure and uh, Donnie Walker two of our superstars in the hockey world here uh, are leading their own class in their homes and teaching kids virtually how to, you know, use the puck, uh, use the stick a little bit better and, and just do some kind of targeted lessons um, at home. And how can so, how could people get involved in that if they wanted to? Or how could they see what else you have available? We kind of have a whole new virtual world of programming that's starting. So uh, rockfordparkdistrict.org backslash virtual is kind of the landing page for a lot of this right now. And so we're just getting our feet wet. Um, this is just the start of a lot more to come. We're also looking to put together um, some kind of, uh, we're calling them stay and play activity boxes, where maybe a, a parent could sign up for one or two boxes to be either picked up or possibly mailed to them. And within that box is going to have three to four different activities, um, maybe a make it and take a craft project, maybe a sports project, a chance to go outdoors and do something in nature. So they're going to be themed, um, and we're really excited about that because I think that's going to be a, a great way for parents to kind of not have to think as hard about what, what to do with the kids, and we're going to keep it pretty easy. Step-by-step instructions, here's all the supplies. You don't have to go anywhere to get anything. Boom. And then we'll add some uh, a video kind of instructional things along with it too. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that coming up. Folks need to be keeping their eyes on things. Um the wave of the future at least the near future right yeah it really is you know but it's exciting though um we're you know we're, we're, we always like to try to find i think we always try to keep a positive mindset in the park district you know we're here to help people enjoy life and so we want people to um to just try to take uh, some type of glimmer some type of there's hope there's hope out there there's a lot of positive things going on in our community and we definitely want to be a part of that and provide any way we can to help uh, people just um take their minds off of whatever stresses and strains are currently going on in their lives because that's going to only probably continue for quite some time. Yeah, sure is. Laura Gibbs-Green, Communication Manager at the Rockford Park District. This has been great. I'm, I am I learned so much myself. I'm sure our listeners will as well. And One last message for folks out there um, uh, trying to enjoy the parks and, and, and the facilities and so forth from you guys. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We want you to get outside. We want you to recreate. Uh, we also just ask for maybe just a little patience. We're, we're still going to be here for the community. We've been here for a hundred and some years and we're not going anywhere. We're just going to look a little different. And so I guess I would say embrace the experience, embrace change. That's going to be something that we're all going to have to get used to. And maybe the way we were doing something isn't going to be the same way going forward. Um, but you know what? We're, we're all still here and we're still going to make the best of, of what we can offer and we're creatively thinking about the best way to serve this community and do so at, uh, at a very low fee and keeping costs in mind and providing a lot of free opportunities as well. So 
come play with us and just play it safe right now. Laura, good stuff. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.